Welcome back to the Adventures with Sarah P podcast. I am your host, Sarah P, a 19-year-old girl trying to figure out this whole adulting thing through life's adventures. And in today's episode, we have a very special guest. Hi, everyone. I'm Sophia. Um, This is my best friend. We've been friends now for about 10 years, so a decade, which is crazy to think about. (laughs) It's really crazy. That's like half our life. Mm -hmm. So we met in like elementary school. I was in fifth grade. She was in fourth grade. We had an entire really big friend group. And now it's kind of just like (laughs) the two of us plus our other friend, Sophia, so it's just the three musketeers now. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so do you want to tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so um, as Sarah said, we've been going to school together for a long time. Um, I recently graduated um, high school last May with my associate's degree. So I have um, two years of college already done. Um, and then three weeks before I was supposed to start classes with everything ready to go, I decided to take a gap year. So really... Which is not like her. She <laughs> is super impulsive. Yeah. Normally, like, Sophia is very by the book, like, does everything, is very organized, mm-hmm. not very spontaneous. No. Goody two-shoes, you might say. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so when she decided to do this, I was like, are you feeling okay? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it was it was definitely, like, it was a culmination of a lot of different things. And I decided, I was, like, literally just standing in the kitchen one day, and I was like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go yet. So I deferred, and I'm going back this fall um, for digital communications with a minor in history. Um, so I'm not exactly sure where that's going to take me yet, but that's the plan so far. And I'm actually really excited to go back now, so... Yeah. It was a needed break, though. Definitely burnt out. Yeah, she's been doing a lot of traveling, and I'm just, like, watching yeah. from the sidelines. Like, <laughs> yeah, so jealous! Yeah, this gap year has... I've done more than I've ever done in my life, I think, and yeah. taken more opportunities and taken more risks, and I think it's it's just been exactly like what I needed. I have so many I things really have. That, like, you might not have experienced otherwise. Definitely, 100%. So, so it yeah. was a thousand percent worth it and I'm really happy with how it all kind of fell into place so yeah yeah and I'm glad you got to do it because I don't think I'd be able to do a gap year just with like how my life worked out like going into diving and everything so I've lived vicariously through you (laughs) like so we've got Italy coming this summer so yeah hopefully Italy coming this summer (laughs) fingers crossed we just need six more people to sign up so if you don't know I'm trying to study in Italy for two weeks this summer in the beginning of June but there's so far only four people signed up and we need ten And so, like, fingers crossed. Come on, Six more people sign up. Um, But in today's episode, we wanted to talk about going out of our comfort zones just because recently in the past two, a year, two years Mm -hmm. about, um, we've really just done things that have really just made us go out of our comfort zone or made us uncomfortable and honestly, like, changed our lives. Yeah, it really has. We wanted to talk about a little bit about that. And so, obviously, you talked about taking your gap year Mm -hmm. and things like that. So what was that, like, experience like? Like, how did you feel? It was really hard. I don't think I would have done it if I hadn't had two years already because I think the idea of being set back a year was, like, too much for me to handle. Like, I think when you you talked about, too, that going into college that you were going to have to do an extra semester, right? Yeah, because I, I didn't know I was supposed to do my like I was supposed to register in March so I was behind on all my classes I couldn't get into any of them so I was already going to be set back an entire semester um so I was kind of feeling anxious about that and 
when you strive for something like getting your AA in high school for so long, like, like and you think I'm, I'm ahead, I'm ahead, like working, the, your whole high school career is working towards being so far ahead and then intentionally putting yourself back right. was so hard. Like that was probably the hardest thing to get over mentally is mm-hmm. like knowing that I'm not going to be as ahead as I was. Well, and, and I feel like academically, like you're like a super high achiever, like yeah. you're striving for like great Ex- success. Exactly, so yeah. Like, that was probably really hard. It was because. I, was, I, like, don't remember you telling me this. I feel like it happened so quickly. It did. Honestly, it was so quick. And then I started, like, I went traveling, like, immediately because yeah. I was, like, I've just got to do something. Do something, yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of, like, it's just so many things that you think when you have time. It's, like, so many things that I've kind of, like, realized mm-hmm. over this year that I don't think I even knew when I first right. did it. You know what I mean? So. Well, and then speaking of your gap year you went to vermont for i how long? did it was it was only two weeks it was only two it weeks? was only two weeks oh my gosh. <laughs> it was it was the craziest experience of my entire life i went to vermont and well i found a work exchange website online like not vetted at all had no reviews a little and sketchy. I, a little sketchy no and she she comes over one day and she's like yeah i'm taking a gap year i think i'm gonna go to vermont i was like what and she's like yeah like i found this work exchange thing like it's gonna be super fun yeah like, yeah and then- it was crazy it really was crazy i i stayed with this lady i'd, I'd never met before I stayed in a little cabin by myself. And she had an outhouse? I had an outhouse to go to the bathroom. It was either that or hike up the hill to go to the bathroom. So that was probably one of the most insane experiences of my life, first of all, but also a really good learning experience. Right. So, like, I hated it. But, like, also, it I wouldn't – this year wouldn't have looked like it did if I hadn't done it. So, right. Yeah. But, I again, I mean, just... jumping out of your comfort zone, talk, yeah. like, talk about that. Like, that was – so, I mean, I had hardly mm-hmm. left home, like, you know, well, so. yeah, and that's what I was going to say is when you were speaking about going to college, you're speaking about going 30, 30 minutes, minutes away. away from home. Yeah. And so, like, moving to, like, a whole other state and, like, just working mm-hmm. was, like, something that I was, like, are you, are you sure? Yeah. Like, I, we, I was talking to my mom about it because we tried to talk you out of it. We're, like, mm, <laughs> are you sure? Is that really what you want to do? Yeah. Um, but I'm glad you did it because I feel like you learned so much. I and then really just, did. And like, being away from your, your mom and your mm-hmm. brother was probably just a lot because... I was going to say for me, getting out of my comfort zone, like, from the beginning, I knew I didn't want to stay in Florida for college. I wanted to get I away. I remember you yeah. saying that. Like, yeah. the moment I, like, turned seven and, like, knew I was going to do a sport in gymnastics, like, I was going to do gymnastics, but it, that didn't work out. So I knew I was going to do a sport in college. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, like, I'm going to go out of state. Like, I think I told everybody this. Yeah. Like, even we like, when we started, <laughs> yeah. before, like, when we became friends, I was like, yeah, I'm going out of state for, you know, gymnastics, yeah. which turned into diving, but... Just, like, the experience of moving from, like, what you know to just doing something that you have, you don't really know where you're going. Like, yeah. I obviously had visited the campus, but, like, there's only so much you can see on, a, <laughs> yeah. like, on a tour. You're not living there. Yeah, and so, like, moving has just been crazy, and I'm going back to snow, and I'm so terrified to drive in the <laughs> snow. I was texting some of my teammates yesterday, and they're like, the roads are, like, salted. Like, if you need a ride, like, you can text Aww, me. Like, nice. I'll come get you. And I was like, uh, <laughs> I can have to take you up on that one because I'm terrified to drive in the snow yeah. right now. And I, um, I'm going to have to order, like, the brush thing for your, like, yeah, windshield. Yeah, the ice scraper and all yeah, that kind of stuff. So yeah, really looking forward to that when I get back. <laughs> But it's also just, I think when we've, because we've lived in Florida, like, almost, well, you for your whole life, me yeah. for my, like, my, almost my entire what life. What you remember. What I, yeah, my conscious life. Yeah. And I feel like experiencing life away from Florida actually is harder to get used to than I expected. Yes, because 
I, growing up, was always like, I hate the beach. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't like the sand. I don't like the salt water. Me I don't too. like my Me hair too. wet. And then when you get it taken away from you, you're like, oh my God, Wait. like, I actually <laughs> yeah. did enjoy this. Yeah. And there's like just the sun, like being in the yeah. sun and the warmth and like, I think the warmth, the warmth, the really, warmth. Yeah, yeah. It, everyone, you know, and everyone tells you, oh, like you have no idea what it's like, right. and then you're everyone's up there. Like, oh my gosh, you have the best life ever. <laughs> yeah. Like you don't understand what it's like for us. Like when people come from like Wisconsin or something. Exactly. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. I have this every day. It's like fine. it's so annoying. Yeah. Like, I'm sweating all the time. Exactly. And then when you don't have it, it's like. Oh. I miss it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I that was another thing, too, mm-hmm. like, just getting away from, like, being home. But I feel like every state has, like, a culture. And I feel like Florida's is kind of weird because I feel like it's very divided. It is. It really is. And so, is. like, being where we grew up, like, it was very, like, different. And mm-hmm. so, like, not having that, like, community. Yeah. It was very hard, it I guess. It is hard because like, you grow up in that. It is, like, a culture. Like, there's things yeah. that we know that. And you no know, one else can exactly. experience. Yeah, like, like the going hurricane to the beach after school. Yeah. Hurricanes. Yeah. No, that's funny because there was a hurricane coming up to Maryland and everyone's like, oh my God, a hurricane. <laughs> and I'm like, it's like a tropical storm. Yeah. Like, what? It's not that big of a deal. So that was funny. <laughs> that, I got to be like, yeah, like, you know, like whatever. And everyone's like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. You, yeah. I'm like, we don't live on the water up in Maryland. Yeah. Like, we're fine. So, yeah, just like getting those experiences in. But then also going out of our comfort zone. We started a jewelry business together. We did. I would say that that's one of the best examples of yeah. going out of our comfort zone. Because cause... I have been trying to get this girl to start a jewelry business <laughs> for like five years. A long time, yeah. And she eventually, I convinced her to do it. Yeah. But it started off, she started making earrings out of wire. Wire. Just one of those COVID things, like I needed something to do. Mm-hmm. So I started like doing wire jewelry. And, and then... I ate it up. I <laughs> yeah. ate it up so hard. Like, I loved this Every stuff. birthday, every Christmas, that yeah. was, like, what the I gift. made her. Yeah. yeah. And I loved it. And I was like, you should, like, totally sell this. Like, you know, people make, like, those Instagrams where it's, like, local people can, like, buy right. it. And I was like, just do something like that. And she was like, mm, I'll think about <laughs> it. Like, the most polite way ever to say no. She's like, yeah, like, one day, maybe. <laughs> and then we saw on, like, Pinterest or something seashell jewelry and I was mm-hmm. like being from Florida like we should do that like I yeah. wanted a pair but I didn't want to pay for it yeah so I was like we could totally do that and so eventually we got good enough where we were like oh like we, we could sell this. this yeah and definitely. so yeah I do want to talk about that because I feel like for me like I kind of knew going into it like what I was doing right I had no idea well obviously I knew how to make the jewelry but it was an entire it was a new kind of area of jewelry that I'd never worked with before like I knew how to work with wire but not how to wrap a seashell or how to you know drill the holes Mm. and and I think the biggest part of the stepping out of my comfort zone for me was really being more involved in the social media because obviously I've you know we Sarah and I grew up together like I've watched her whole YouTube progress and how you know posting on Instagram and I've been there for all of it and I've enjoyed it when you know being in her vlogs and stuff but I've never really been that involved in the behind the scenes so for me I think that part was definitely, like, out of my comfort zone, like, filming, taking and pictures. I got Sophia to go public on Instagram. Yeah, that was a big so mo- I was We really have a video. Happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> we, like, switched her account, and I took a video because, like, for the longest time, like, I wanted her to be public just so, like, when I, like, posted her, like, story or, like, whatever, mm-hmm. like, her Instagram post or something, like, you could see it instead of, like, not being able to because it was right. private. <laughs> and so eventually I got her to once we started the seashell business. Yeah. And that was definitely a step out of her comfort yeah, zone. Yeah, it really was. It was a really big step because I feel like, I don't know, just when you're kind of a little bit more socially anxious and, like, shy, it's just, I don't know, I, I never had the confidence to do it. So I think I would say 
honestly, being friends with Sarah has actually pushed me out of my comfort zone in so many ways, in so many great ways. Like, I was about to say. <laughs> no, in so, many, in so many good ways, like in terms of like being more confident and talking to people and just putting yourself out there without yeah. being afraid to. Well, I would That's just been, like to say too, like to add to that, that like, I, like, we, like my entire family has noticed a difference between yeah. like first like knowing Sophia and like where she is now yeah. because she used to be like super shy <laughs> yeah. and like super like to herself and like didn't really talk wallflower, to anyone right mm-hmm. yeah and yeah. so now I feel like she's more comfortable like in an environment like doing like taking pictures like for Instagram like she is my photographer <laughs> and so if there's a picture on Instagram you like she probably took it yeah and so just being able to like have the confidence to just like be in a public space and just take and a picture do that, yeah. because it's Film a little TikToks intimidating. Yeah. yeah, the TikToks is the worst part because people <laughs> like it takes it, you never get it on the first right. try, and so you have to like learn those dances, and mm-hmm. then the people just walking by like what? I'm like, have you all never seen a TikTok <laughs> dance before? Come on, yeah. Yeah, so that is something too, and then just like how you like hold yourself. I feel like you definitely like yeah, your chin's a little bit higher <laughs> when you like walk. I really do think being friends with Sarah has, like, is really honestly, like, the root of the reason for all of that. Like, she really has impacted my, like, honestly, self-growth in, like, the past so many years. Like, you are, like, a model for so many people. Oh, my God, stop. It's true. It's true. Like, just the way, the way that you carry yourself is really, like, inspiring. I was, like, I'm, like, hunched over right now. (laughs) We were talking about our posture before this, and I'm, like, no, I gotta, like, hold my shoulders up after you said that. I was, like, dang. Um, yeah, so I feel like, oh, that that was really sweet. Thank you. Um, and so just, like, is there another story that you can think of about going out of your comfort zone? I feel like you hit the most recent ones. The seashell business, the Vermont, the gap year. Yeah, the gap year. Yeah. Um, I will say, too, like, we've both influenced each other. So when I grew up, this is, I'll tell one of my mm -hmm, last stories that I have on my mental, like, list. Mm -hmm. Um, and I don't know if many of if anyone really knows this, a lot of people might not really just, like, close family and friends because I, I don't really like talking about mm-hmm. it. But in third grade, I was really struggling with reading. And in first and second grade, I had the same teacher. Sweet as could be, Miss Grimshaw, and her cat Pickles. <laughs> oh, loved them. That's so um, cute. She would, like, stay after school with me. And her favorite American Girl doll at the time was Felicity. And I love so her. I ate I, that up. I, I was her. like, I love American Girl Dolls. And so we would read, like, after school the books together, like, all the American Girl Doll books together. And she was, like, helping me read just because I was behind. Mm-hmm. And so I was fine everywhere else, but reading and writing was my struggle. Um, and so then in third grade, I was not as lucky. I had a really bad teacher, and now she's, like, a principal at a school, and that just breaks my heart. But anyway, <laughs> she told me that if I just read more, I would, like, get over this issue, and Mm -hmm. that wasn't the problem. I was diagnosed the next year with an auditory processing disorder, and so what that means is you can read something, but you comprehend it a little bit differently, and so we like to say that when, also, when someone's speaking to you, if you, like, are speaking to someone with, like, a thick accent, you, like, have to really concentrate on what they're saying, Mm -hmm. and so that's what it's like for me all the time. And so I have to ask people to repeat themselves a lot. And so <laughs> Sophia knows. She's like, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you trying to say? Just because it takes me a little bit longer. And so um, I really did not like reading. I was, like, trying to think of the point of the story. So <laughs> eventually I ended up really not liking reading. It just made me feel like I was, like, 
dumb, I right. guess you could no, say. So totally I just like sense. really hated yeah. doing it. And I was always jealous because you have loved reading. I have. It's yeah. like her like number like if I had to describe Sophia, it would be like reading. <laughs> yeah. And so eventually like she got me into like reading again. Mm-hmm. And so that was something where I had to like kind of go out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I don't remember if you like recommended a book or something. Or, like, gave me a book yeah, for I my birthday, remember. but there something was just, like, like something where I was, like, dang, like, I feel like I have to read this. <laughs> and so I eventually read it, and I was, like, oh, my gosh, like, I actually really enjoy mm-hmm. this. And so that was something where I was kind of, like, I really don't want to do this, but I have to do it. <laughs> um, and so it worked out in the end because now I love reading, and I just reorganized my bookshelf. So. I was going to say it looks really pretty. Thank yeah. you. I, like, did it by colors, so it's, like, a little bit prettier. <laughs> um, and so that was just, like, that wasn't as, like, drastic but it was something little that like really affected it is me. like a step when you have that kind of an association with something like that mm-hmm. where it's like you know that that was the source of something really painful for you yeah. for a long time I think taking the step getting out of your comfort zone and trying to make a new association with it is definitely yeah but I would just like to say to my third grade teacher reading did not actually help me thank you very much so but now it's my favorite thing to do so <laughs> haha and I actually about reading I would say I reading for all has always been for me like an escape so like I have been kind of like an anxious person and very shy so like when in social situations like I'm not comfortable around people and reading is really like some like somewhere I felt safe like I can always escape into a book so I feel like honestly stepping out of that like we were Mm -hmm. talking earlier it's almost been the reverse for me like kind of stepping away from from trying to escape all the time and actually just being being present and trying to actually talk to people yeah um yeah so it's like been the inverse for me so we yeah. kind of helped also, each other in like separate your book ways. and you didn't update it on goodreads just so you know really i, I was stalking you and it, oh yeah oops so you don't want to do that <laughs> okay i will yeah i'm a goodreads girly now like i am yeah constantly on there goodreads. yeah because it was like it was under your want to read and i was oh. like oh she just finished that really yeah That's she finished it with me and i was like oh <laughs> I was like, she's reading the next one. Interesting. Okay, I'll, I'll update that. Yeah. I need to update my Yeah, goodies. if you want to follow us on Goodreads, you totally should. Yeah. I think mine's, it's Sarah Parksville. I honestly don't remember what mine is. I've had, I had it when I was like 12, Aww. so I don't remember what my username is, but yeah. You'll find it under my Good friends. Reads. Yeah. So, she's there. Check it out. Um, <laughs> wait, there was a song where I was checking out. Oh, check it out, check it out. Oh, I was thinking <laughs> of the marshmallow thing. I was like, oh, I don't know about that weird theme of it, but anyway... So when it comes to getting out of your comfort zone, I have down a few tips I wanted mm-hmm. to share that might be helpful. So the first one is set clear goals. I feel like kind of stepping out of your comfort zone can come from how I mentioned from reading and how I ended up going away for college, or it could also look like how Sophia ended up in Vermont and taking a gap year. So <laughs> yeah. it kind of depends on the situation, but if you're able to set clear goals, I feel like that could be really helpful, like just in having like a clear objective that you want to be reach. Be realistic about yeah. what you want and how, like how much can you achieve yet, you know, and you can always go strive yeah. for more as you start pushing yourself to do yeah. different things. Like for me, it kind of became like with college, like how far do I actually want to go away? Mm-hmm. Like what do I want to do with diving? Right. Like where is that going to take me? So in that case, I was able to set like a goal and an objective. But then I guess you could kind of say the same for you. Like once you decided to take a gap, you're like, what did you want to do with how it? How far did I want to go? Exactly. Right. right. Yeah. Definitely agree with that. Yeah. And sometimes it can feel like taking a leap, like going to Vermont. It really felt like jumping into the deep end, but it can also be like, I'm going to read a book this year. You know what I mean? Right. Like it can yeah. be like very simple or it can be like, I'm going to go somewhere I've never been with people I've never met before. Yeah. Um, I so, still can't get over you. <laughs> so yeah, it, it looks different depending on where you're at and what you want to push yourself 
in you know what area of your life you're looking to kind of step out yeah <laughs> comfort zone in so yeah. yeah so the next thing I have is starting small so mm-hmm. start with um small steps instead of just diving into something yeah. that you're completely unfamiliar with mm-hmm. and so again this looks different for everybody because I feel like you have to look at the big picture when you're stepping out of your comfort zone like for Vermont again like yeah being like I know I'm taking a gap year what am I doing yeah <laughs> and so you got to like start with the like small steps of yeah. like where do I want to go like mm-hmm. what do I want to do it was do two weeks it wasn't very long it was a short yeah you know, we could have extended trip. your trip I could have, and I was like, mm, no, I'm going to go home. Well, and it got cut short, too. It did, because Hurricane Adalia hit, right, literally the day I was supposed to leave. Yeah. The and airport you're texting me, down. and she's, like, all sad. She's like, no. No, it was a and blessing then, in disguise. Yeah, and then she gets back, and she's like, thank goodness Thanks. that happened. Yeah, really. But, um, yeah, like, I guess starting small in another area, like, I would say, like, one thing for me with, like, this, you know, the social thing was, like, I'm going to talk to one person today. Like, if mm-hmm. I was at you know, some event, a party, or even, like, an orientation, exactly, it's like, I'm gonna talk to someone today, I don't care who it Mm -hmm. is, I'm gonna, you know, speak to people. And to add on to that, when I was younger, my, I was also very shy, and then I got into NAM, and that became a little bit different for me, but my, like, my mom and I would have a goal, and our goal would be to see how many people we could give a compliment to, and so at the end of the day, we'd have, like, uh, at dinner, we'd be like, so how many people did you say a compliment to, and so it could really just be something as simple as that, just being like, oh my gosh, I love your shoes, like, where are they from, like, oh, that's so cool, like, I love your style, and then, like, strike up a conversation, exactly that's another thing, if you're looking to yeah, like, one of of my goals this year was just smiling at strangers, because, like, it's, just smile like you know yeah. what I mean that's like one baby step of stepping out of your comfort zone like I look down if someone looks yeah. at me when I'm you know what I mean yeah it's like we're smile. both working on that we one are. because we <laughs> yeah. noticed that when we walk past people we'll like make eye contact with them and then immediately look away yeah but then most of the time the other person doesn't exactly they keep looking at you to like look back and then we get all nervous and we're like ah no <laughs> so that's something that we just noticed recently and yeah. I'm trying to work on that yeah so it, it can be something really as small as smiling someone when you see them in public right. just or passing by trying something new like a new hobby that, exactly like, you might be intimidated to do like for me that was reading and just reading one book mm-hmm. and just seeing how that went and then eventually you end up with trying to read 35 books in one there you year go. so hopefully we do that this yeah. year I think you I think I you think will. I will too I'm at four yeah and it's January 24th so <laughs> it's looking good it's looking good but the semester is about to start up because I leave tomorrow to go back to Maryland which I we're kind of sad about it. I can't even believe it yeah I'm looking at all my stuff it's packed in the corner right now and I'm like wow is all of that gonna fit in my apartment <laughs> <laughs> there's like four books in there I'm taking back a ton of clothes um, some stuff I got for Christmas. I'm like, where on earth am I going to put this? But we'll figure it out. Probably yeah, under the bed. It'll find the space. Yeah, just like, mm, that's yeah. a problem for later. Later, Sarah. Yeah. And then the next thing I have is challenge negative thoughts. So I always like to talk about, um, just like putting into perspective, like if you, like you, you'll notice, like when you're talking to yourself, like in your head, or you're just like thinking, like while you're walking, mm-hmm. you can hear those like negative thoughts. Just be like, oh my god, it's so cold. Like I hate this weather. Like, yeah. Rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and so, especially when you're doing something you're not comfortable with, or that's something that's like unfamiliar, I feel like those thoughts for me come in a lot more. Yes, definitely. And then thinking of it like socially, like then you start to think about like what is the other person thinking? Mm-hmm. They're probably not thinking about anything related no. to you at no. all. 
And you're, so they're thinking about themselves. Right. Yeah. yeah. They're not thinking about you if yeah. you like trip. They're like, oh no. And then they move on. Yeah. And then they forget about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. Exactly. And so I would just say that like when I like, I normally talk about when I hear them, I'm like trying to like move past them. But I think mm-hmm. something that's really important is listening to them. And then changing that into a more positive light. I definitely agree with that. Because my therapist will always say, she's like, so what were you thinking inside your head? And I'm like, well, I was thinking something negative, but then I made it positive. Mm-hmm. And so you have to, like, listen to, like, the negative things first and just see, yeah. like, what they are. Because if it's something more of, like, I'm uncomfortable in this situation because someone's making me uncomfortable, mm-hmm. you should listen to that and right. then try and figure out a situation to, like, dip. Yeah. But if it's something where it's like, oh, my gosh, like, I'm so nervous, I'm, like, shaking. Yeah understand why that might be and then go about like trying to change that like in public speaking I know that's like a pretty big thing Mm -hmm. and so I took a public speaking class and I felt pretty confident about it just because like I had done NAM so I like was able to speak in front of people and so there was on my last speech I like was challenging myself to try and read most, like, remember most of my speech without my note cards. And so I got to a point where I was getting really nervous because I was the next person up and I was trying to listen to those thoughts on, like, why on earth was I so nervous? And then I kind of, like, understood, like, where I was coming from. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, like, I understand. And now I'm going to think positively about... Yeah, now you can switch. Right, yeah. And so I feel like that's super important when it comes to going out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. I definitely think Vermont was actually one of the best lessons in overcoming, like, anything that you feel is really challenging like I really had to work on it in Vermont because I couldn't leave like right. I had to stay yeah no so, car just out no, in the middle yeah, of a farm in the middle of nowhere <laughs> literally so I think it is so important to acknowledge what you're thinking but then challenge those thoughts right. like I was like I am miserable right now I want to go home but it's like take a look around right you're in the mountains of Vermont it's the Didn't most you become like friends with one of the animals wasn't there like a cow or something? Oh well, I worked on a dairy farm, which was yeah. which was fun. That was like two days, but um, like it's like okay, take a look around you. You're in arguably one of the prettiest states in the United States. Mm-hmm. Like, look at the mountains, look at the trees. Like, this is an amazing opportunity. And then it kind of like it just brings you down when you're kind of like yeah getting so in your you head spiral. and you spiral exactly. Yeah. And it's like well, like I just hate this. I'm so uncomfortable. Like I don't want to be here right now. But it's like. But look at where you are, right. you know? So it's like you definitely have to – you've got to, like, kind of switch tracks mm-hmm. of where your mind is going. Otherwise, yeah. you will just, like, continue to spiral and bring yourself down. So. Yeah. And I feel like, too, like, some of the hard parts for me is sometimes I will just ignore those negative thoughts, and then I'm kind of, like, trying to just, like, force myself to be positive. Mm-hmm. And I think it's important to listen to those, like, negative thoughts. Yes. And, like – be like, okay, I understand where you're coming from, yeah. but, like, no. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because you can't just force positivity if right. you don't understand why you're not feeling that naturally. Right. Yeah. yeah. Definitely agree with that. So the next thing I have is embrace failures. I feel like just understanding the failures and, like, what went wrong can help you be more successful yes. in the future. And so I learned this with college and just, like, the recruiting process. Mm-hmm. There was one coach where normally, like, going into a call, I would do, like, a little bit of research, and this coach just made me so nervous, Mm. and it got to the point where he was like, do you even know what division we are? And I thought, I legit thought this man meant conference on disorder processing disorder, (laughs) and I was like, uh, 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 like, I knew they were, like, D1, but, like, he just made me so, like, nervous. Right. And I was like, okay, like, this is totally not the school for me, and so, like, it kind of helped me, like, while that phone call didn't work out in my favor Mm -hmm. or go well at all, it helped me to like know like this is what I want Nick. yes it can definitely 
failure as you know the quote is failure is just redirection oh i would also like sorry i would just like to add that coach to get fired like that next really season. yeah i was oh, like okay, well there you go well. karma yeah um so yeah failure i feel like often is just redirection and i think for me personally, like, I'm very much, like, if it didn't go my way the first time, like, I'm quitting. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> like, I feel like that's changed, though. It has. And I because it, you have to work on it. Like, mm-hmm. going out of my comfort zone, if it didn't go the way I wanted to, it's like, okay, well, obviously, I'm just going to go back to my safety. Like, right. what I feel comfortable doing because it didn't work out for me. I got embarrassed. Yeah, or it, so you could talk about driving and that. Yes, definitely. This, that was a huge thing. Love her, but she was, like... <laughs> not getting her driver's Mm-mm. license I was or her so permit. nervous because she was and I'm like driving around and I'm like look see it's not that bad like <laughs> you can do it too and then like and then I would drive and something would happen or I made a mistake and then it's like well I'm terrible I'm not gonna drive and then it would push me back mm-hmm. and it's like once I finally started driving it's like man I could have just pushed through and yeah. done it and got my license so much earlier than I did so you really like I feel like for everyone out there who is so scared by the thought of doing it, if it doesn't go your way, you have to keep going. Yeah. Otherwise, nothing is going to change. Like, mm-hmm. I know the feeling, <laughs> but it, like, you've got to, you've got to just push through the failures. And, and she's an excellent driver. Thank you. And, yeah, I feel safe driving in her car. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. It was a little, we were a little rocky at first, but yeah. we got there in the end. So. Yeah. You're, you, will you go on the highway? Not yet. Yeah. We're <laughs> working will, on that. Like, five in the morning, I've gone on the highway when there's no one on there, but... Yeah, so I do, like, the long distances. Yeah. Yeah, but we're getting there. Big we're getting steps. there, yeah. Yeah, so, like, just, like, taking those, like, setting those goals for yes, yourself. Yes, exactly. Like, I'll get my license, mm-hmm. and then I'll work on getting there. Yeah, yeah. and I'll keep practicing, mm-hmm. even if I make a mistake and I get embarrassed. And like, you get honked at. Yeah, it's like, okay, it's not the end of the world. Although getting honked at is so aggressive sometimes. It really is. I'm like, who decided to make the horn? I. It's so embarrassing. Like, when you're stopped at a stop sign and you're not even the first car and you get honked at yeah. when someone's not moving, like, it's not my fault. Yeah. I'm sorry. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So, next thing I have is seek support. I feel like a lot of the things that, like, I've been struggling with or, like, have struggled with or struggling with now... I've always, like, needed just someone to talk to about mm-hmm. it, and I feel like having that other perspective really just puts into perspective of what yes. you're struggling with, it's and it's always, help. I don't know, it just makes me feel a little bit better, yeah. and so, like, I'll call or text Sophia and be like, hey, like, this is what's going on, like, yeah. help. <laughs> Sarah has always been someone I can confide in and, like, ask, because I know Sarah will be real with me. That's oh, another yeah. big thing. Like, Sarah will be honest and will tell me, like, you're overreacting, calm down, like, <laughs> it's gonna be okay. So, Sarah, We're yeah. working on that with Sophia. Because we'll go shopping, and I'll be like, oh, this is cute, right? And then she'll be like, oh, my God, yeah. And I'm like, is it? Is it cute? Well, I don't lie. I mean, I'll say, if, I'm like, oh. Yeah, you can tell in your voice. She'll be like, yeah. I'm like, you can just tell me. Yeah, but, like, having someone who, first of all, understands you and, mm-hmm. like, knows the advice like that is where, right for you, yeah. yeah, where you're at and can actually advise you in right. a way that won't, like, backfire. Yeah. And someone who will be honest with you is yeah. really important and I think is going to – would help a lot. Yeah. It helps like a lot. It's a super important trait to look for in someone. Yeah. Whether it's just, like, a friend or, like, a significant other, it's mm-hmm. just super important. And I feel like that's – yeah. Yeah. I, and at first, I didn't feel that way about you because I feel like you were just, like, too nice. <laughs> you were like, yeah, it looks good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And working so, on it yeah and I've definitely seen like a lot of progress yeah like it's definitely like changed a lot mm-hmm. but definitely just if you're struggling with something finding someone that you're able to talk to about yes. things like that where they like 
totally understand like where you're at in life can put things into perspective yeah, for you yeah because like where I'm at is completely different than where she's at mm-hmm. and so like when she asks about stuff like that I have to think about I was I, I feel like I always give two answers I'm like this is what like <laughs> I would expect you to do and this is what I would do right and so then like we can find a like and that helps a too a middle to, ground yeah. also like my way might not be the best way mm-hmm. um and you can find some yeah exactly yeah. so yeah because I feel like Reaction-wise, I feel like we have two different reactions to things. Yeah. And so, like, being able... I feel like we're able to balance yes, ourselves with that. Yes, I think so, too. And so... Yeah. Yeah. I feel Having like, someone who can do that with you yeah. and for you is really important. Yeah. And then if you aren't... Like, if you don't have that in your life at the moment, just being able to find someone that you can trust. Yeah. For me, like, that's my mom or my therapist. I was going to say my mom. Yeah. yeah. And so just being able to have someone like that. Mm-hmm. I feel like, too, like, also having someone that, like, you also, like look up to like I yes. like look to my mom for like advice definitely and so being able whether it's like a parent a grandparent like a teacher anyone yeah a coach, teachers yeah. definitely mm-hmm. something like that could also be super helpful the last thing tip wise that I have is reflecting on experiences I feel like it's super important whether something goes right or something doesn't go right mm-hmm. just being able to reflect on that and being yes. able to like look forward the lessons you learned from it yeah yeah it's super important mm-hmm. especially like when you're Stepping out of your comfort zone and something doesn't go right, reflecting yes. on what happened to then, like, not make those mistakes again. That's is super important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then when things do go right, just looking at, like, what went well. Right. So you can And how it. can you do it again? Yeah. Exactly. How, and how can you make next time even better or something right. like that? Like, Vermont, definitely for me, it was, like, I had to look at what I learned from it to, to feel like it was <laughs> worth it at all. Um, but I did learn so much from it. So it might not have been what I expected, but mm-hmm. I learned so much about myself and the way that I handle things right. and what it, how it feels to be, like, really alone. And so it's, like, it wasn't great, but I learned so much. And right. I reflecting on that makes it easier, actually, to go out of my comfort zone again because I did it once. Right. I did it once and I can do it and again. And you lived. And I lived to and tell the tale. Yes, Maybe exactly. not. Maybe not Vermont. Yeah, but <laughs> somewhere else. Somewhere else. So, yeah, that's huge, definitely. Yeah, and just, like, even for me, like, looking back on, like, my recruiting process, just, like, seeing what things went well, what things didn't. Mm-hmm. And so I was able to end up at a school that I liked. And then with reading, we will talk about this forever. That We <laughs> agreed that if you find something that you, like, there's reading could be so enjoyable if you find yes. something that you like everyone can would enjoy reading if they found the right book for them right and so I feel like for me like I just had to kind of read until I found like the genre mm-hmm. or like the authors that I that liked. You enjoyed yeah yeah and so while it took me like some failures of just being like oh my god I hate reading <laughs> yeah which that's a there terrible were a couple book. Yeah, yeah there were a couple where I was like I just like I feel like I need to finish what I've started right and so that's just how I'm wired and so <laughs> it took me three months to finish a book that was like maybe 200 pages long yeah. <laughs> because it was just so poorly written I was like oh, I'm like pulling the hair out of my scalp because it's so hard to read. Yeah. But then I realized, like, oh, maybe I shouldn't read someone's first book they ever wrote for an adult. <laughs> like, nah. Maybe that's not what I should do next time. Yeah. So yeah. just being able to learn from your failures is super important. Or your successes. Yeah. I feel like failures are, like, easier to learn from mm-hmm. and they're harder to look back upon. Yeah. And so that's just something that you kind of have to push through even mm-hmm. though it kind of sucks. Yeah. And I one thing I would like to add as well is I would say you have to celebrate yourself when you oh, do yes. something and it does go well mm-hmm. and like you you successfully push yourself out of your comfort zone and it went exactly how you wanted. Like celebrate that because that's so exciting and that's like yeah. a real achievement. So definitely don't feel like it's 
it's nothing because it's mm-hmm. not it's it's a big step and right. something worth celebrating so and going with that like setting those sm- like starting small and yes then big, like, yeah you should celebrate those small things even though it, it might feel like like dumb like mm-hmm. oh my gosh that was literally nothing I but I did <laughs> but it you did it and even if it doesn't go well like you still did it right. that's the point like you did it and you that's... smiled at someone and they didn't smile at you that's okay you still smiled like yeah. that's exactly yeah and who knows like you might have impacted them and you have no yes. idea like I'll think about that sometimes like I'm like I there was something where I was like someone was in a bad mood and I like just said hello or like good morning or something and it's just like you could see their face just yeah, like break how, into a smile yeah and you're like you like you have no idea how much that could impact True. somebody and so just like rewarding yourself because yes. you can't control other people so just celebrating those yeah things. you're doing your best and whatever you can and that's right yeah yeah it's so a good job yeah good job and depending on like what your goal is like if your goal is to, like, make friends with people, mm-hmm. I think it's really important, too, to celebrate yourself and, like, give yourself those, like, little rewards. Yes. If that means, like, going out to eat or giving yourself a night in. After, Getting like, a sweet treat. <laughs> right. So, like, doing whatever is best for you, especially when it comes to other people because you can't control how they act. Mm-hmm. And so being able to, like, reward yourself. So, for me, like, I get super like, drained when I, like, spend a lot of time with people that me I'm, too. like, are new to me. Right. I get so, like, drained, so, like, rewarding myself with, like, a night in, a reading night a in, book, yes. or, like, buying a book. Time is, to yourself. Right. Yeah. Super important. And so just finding those things that work for you and celebrating yourself, I think. Yeah, it's super important, like yeah, you said. definitely important. Yeah. Do you have anything else to add? No, I think those were our closing thoughts. <laughs> yeah. So that was everything we have on going out of your comfort zone, doing things that are new or different. Yeah. And how to kind of handle those tricky situations. Yeah. So I hope... We've offered some pearls yeah. of wisdom here. Yeah, because just remember, it's okay if they don't all go right. Yeah. The world, if everything went right in the world, there would be, like, no point in living. Yeah, it exactly. Would be boring. It, it would be so boring. And if, you know, if you chicken out sometime, you, you yeah, have okay. time. You have time. Yeah. There's always another time. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, I was going to say something, and then I just forgot it. <laughs> no, it was super good, too. Oh, that's such a bummer. <laughs> Dang it. I had something where I was like, about? man, that was really poetic. I was like, <laughs> I'm about to say it, and then I just forgot. Um, I feel like it was about, like, doing something, like, failures. Oh, man. I hate when that happens. If I remember it, I'll bring it up okay. in the next episode. Okay. Dang. Stay tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> Hopefully it comes back to me. Um, what were we talking about? Doing things that, like, didn't work out in your favor? Oh, yeah. The, it would be boring. The world would be boring if everything went right. No, that wasn't it. I can't remember what it was. No, like, oh. that was right. Oh, but, like, that's not yeah, what was in my I head. See what you mean. Yeah, I see yeah. What you mean. Dang. It was really good, too. <laughs> Sorry. I hate when that happens. Oh, it's been happening a lot lately to me, too. Yeah. Man. I just need to start writing things down. Yeah. Because I will forget. <laughs> start it down really quickly. Yeah, if it comes back to me, I'll be on the airplane tomorrow and it'll just be like, poof, and oh, then it's back. There it is. Yeah. yeah. If it does come back, I'll bring it back up in the next episode. Okay. But yeah, I think that is all we have for today. Yeah, thank you, Sarah, for having me on the podcast. It was so much fun. I'm glad to finally be on. Make an appearance. Make an appearance. So I hope you all enjoyed the episode. Also, when this comes out, you'll be 19. I'll be 19. Happy early birthday, Sophia. Thank you. (laughs) Happy belated birthday when you hear this. I think, right? Yeah. uh, No, just kidding. Oh, okay. Well, almost Your birthday's in two weeks, right? Less than that now, I think. It's like a week and a half. Oh, this is next week. Happy Wait, birthday. does it come out on a Wednesday? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, because Sunday come... is my birthday. But your birthday's not this Sunday. 
No, it's the next one. So, um, so everyone wish Sophia a happy early birthday. <laughs> thank you. Happy early birthday. Thank you, guys. Um, yeah, but thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you so much. We hope time. you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for watching. Bye.